Growing your business doesn't have to be difficult. It's all about mastering a few key techniques, systems, and mindset. Welcome to Foot Traffic. With over a million downloads, it's the go-to marketing podcast dedicated to helping you grow your small business. I'm your host, Stacey Tushel. I've been an entrepreneur for over 15 years, and I own multiple seven-figure businesses. Together, you and I are going to get you more customers in the door, more profit in your pocket, and more happiness in your home. Let's transform your business starting right now. Hi, everyone. Today, we are talking about communicating with your team effectively. That is the big, big takeaway that I want you to hear. So does your team know how to communicate with you? Do they know your preference or how frequently they should or shouldn't be contacting you, right? And then what method? Should it be text messaging, um, email? Do you want a phone call? Um, Is there a project management software you are using, right? So today, we're going to be covering how to effectively communicate with your team. Because if you have a team, even if it's just one person, it can absolutely feel like you're on their beck and call all day long, right? As somebody who has 50 plus employees and dozens of contractors um, in both of my businesses combined, now just imagine if you're already feeling stressful with one VA, like one virtual assistant or a couple part-time people, imagine what it would feel like to scale that. You don't want to scale that chaos, right? So I will tell you this, um, even if you only have half of those people reach out to you. So let's say I've got these 50 people and only half of them reach out to me and they do it as um, very infrequent as like one time per week. So think about it. A regular employee is thinking like, I haven't talked to Stacey in a while um, and I just want to ask her a quick question. And it's a simple one-time quick question, right? But if I have half of the people doing it, that's 25 people quickly, quickly, right? Giving me one quick question. So all of a sudden you're talking, that's 25 times per week that I'm getting interrupted. And that's averaging about three to four times per day um, that I'm getting interrupted, possibly by my team. Now, one day I was sitting at lunch with a friend and we're chatting and I swear to you, it was like her on her phone, the noises, the dings, the, oh, just really quickly, I just got to constant text messaging. I felt like I was interrupting her. I felt like we should not have been at lunch. She should have been at work, right? So I finally said to her, why don't I let you get back to work? And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. This, this is normal. Like this is, this is my, my daily routine. I'm fine. Right. The problem was she never left work. We were sitting here at lunch and she was definitely still at work. Her team needed her and her and that business, right? Her business needed her to continue to respond to her team to make things happen. I do not want you to be in a situation like that where you are constantly having to answer and respond or you are slowing down the business. Have you ever felt like you are the bottleneck of your business? Just take a minute for that. Do you feel like it right now? Have you found like days and times where you kind of go in a roller coaster and it's like, okay, now I'm the bottleneck again, right? We need to figure out how this can work. Now, if you went to lunch with me, I can guarantee you, I probably wouldn't even have my phone on the table, let alone be answering or responding or texting or voxing back my team. It just wouldn't happen because nobody needs me that badly during a one hour lunch, right? There is nothing that is that big of an emergency or has that kind of urgency in my business. Now, I will tell you, I am not perfect. And there was definitely a time when that was the case, okay? In fact, I remember I was... um, 
I just shared this story with my uh, my powerhouse mastermind members, um, and it reminded me of it. But I was in Utah visiting this really amazing, successful dance studio. My friend had invited me to come check it out, and um, we were there. And I was that girl. I was in the meeting. We were in her office, this gorgeous building, beautiful office. We're in her office. She was not charging me. She was doing this just to be kind and to give back. And I'm sitting there, you know, doing this because my team is is needing something and there was something happening. And she finally said, Stacy, what is what is going on? What is, what is happening? And it was funny because my sister, who's the general manager, was with me. And she's like, well, the kids are tie dyeing today at the studio and somebody forgot the rubber bands. And I mean, literally a story about rubber bands. And she's like, well, is somebody on, at in Wisconsin? Cause I'm in Utah. She's like, is somebody in Wisconsin qualified to run to the, the grocery store or to Walgreens and get the rubber bands? Like, why are you getting involved for rubber bands? And we looked at each other like, this is crazy. How did we not even realize that this was crazy until somebody brought it to our attention, right? We are so close to our business. We can't even see it. Now, what's so funny is, um, do I have it here actually? Yes. Okay. So what's so funny is um, we were leaving Utah, going home, and she hands me like a Walgreens bag. And in there is one of those, actually probably Office Max. It was one of those rubber band balls that um, are just like rubber banded over and over and over. And she said to me, here, I want to make sure that you never have to worry about rubber bands again. And it was this like psychological thing that I, I realized, okay. And I kept that rubber band ball forever. And then I had children and look what they did. <laughs> if you're listening, you can't see it, but if you're watching, I literally still have the bag of rubber bands. They're all just in there and I don't use them as rubber bands. I use them because it was the best reminder. I'm so glad I have this to show you. It was the best reminder and it is the best reminder every day when I look at this and I think I don't have time to worry about rubber bands and neither do you, but yet we do it all the time. Okay. I love that. I had that in there. Now, um, I will tell you, we have had an office manager at my studios for about seven, probably even eight years now. Um, and when we hired her, uh, the general manager, my sister and I were training her and we said something like, now, if there's ever an emergency, you can call us like here are our phone numbers. Um, and you could call us at night or on the weekends. It's fine. Um, like if there was an emergency, and she had come from a dental uh, practice, a dentist office. And she said, now I understand like what that would look like at a dental office, but I'm not really sure. Like I'm struggling with the idea of what an emergency would look like in a dance studio. <laughs> Another one of those big moments of you're right. Like what kind of moment would happen or what would have to happen in order for there to be a dance studio emergency, right? Now, yes, there are some things that could be happening but it is rare. And in that day, like eight years ago, when we were telling her this conversation or having this conversation, um, what's crazy is in our mind, there were emergencies all the time. It was not that infrequent to be getting interrupted by somebody at the studio while I was eating dinner or on a Saturday while I was with the kids, right? It happened. So it's just funny how sometimes we need those reminders to put us into perspective. And that's what I want to do with you here today. Um, so We've got a couple tips that I want to share, and I really want to make sure you know this can be done. Thank you, Nicolette. I appreciate that. So she says, great reminders. So here's what I want you to understand. Three big things, and I'm going to go in depth here, but I just want to share the three first. So first of all, what platform or method do you want people to be reaching out to you by? Okay. Do you want text? Do you like email? Do you like phone? Do you like Voxer, project management, whatever? 
What do you like? Do they even know? Maybe they have access to all of them, but they have zero idea what you prefer. Number two, how often do you want them reaching out? Have you ever had that conversation? Are you, do you ever have somebody who emails you like 17 times a day, Ed, but you've never told her, please don't do that. <laughs> please only email me one time or once a week or once whatever that is, right? So do you want a nightly shift report? Do you want a weekly touch point? Do you want follow-up Fridays? What do you want? And have you told them? Number three, um, who should they be directly reporting to? Like, do they have a direct report or a manager or is it you? Sometimes I'll get people that message me and they'll, they'll say, Hey Stacy," And I'm immediately going, wait, this isn't for me. This is for, and then I'll pass them this way. Okay. So let's dive into all three. All right. Let me know if you are here, if you're enjoying this, I want to hear details. If you're listening or watching the replay, DM me and let me hear. So number one, what platform? So I have yet to see a text software, <laughs> um, email or phone call system that is as efficient as a project management tool. Okay. First of all, this is why texting you're using two thumbs versus all of your fingers. Okay. Hopefully you are not still index fingering your stuff, right? You are here to be using all 10 fingers on the computer and you are, shouldn't be using two thumbs text messaging. Okay. So if you are a text message person, please, please, please know that there is no way that that is efficient. Second of all, phone. Okay. So phone, phone is usually phone tag, right? It's usually inevitable. I mean, who even answers the phone these days? I used to never have my phone ring. Now it rings all day. I have to put it on silent because of all of the spam calls and the cold calling and all of that. So a lot of times people have their phone on silent. They are not taking their calls they, or they're not answering numbers they don't know. So what they're doing is they're not answering and you're leaving a message. And now you are playing phone tag. And all of a sudden they're leaving you a six minute voice message that's rambling, right? And it could have been a very easy task or something just set aside in another app or tool. Okay, now email. All right. So if you are an email person, here's what I want you to know. First of all, um, I've got a statistic I want to read here. Email occupies 23% of the average employee's work day. And that average employee checks his or his or her email 36 times an hour. Oh my God. Like I get anxiety even thinking about that. Okay. Email is so full of distractions. And if you prefer email, that means they have to email you, which means they are now opening themselves up to distractions. Not only that, but if you're in your email, and just in your inbox, you might be getting distracted too. So be very, very careful. Yes. I And you guys, all the things I'm telling you not to do, I have done at some point. Okay. So there is no judgment here. I am just saying, please learn from my mistakes um, and let me help you. Now, Voxer. Voxer is an audio app. How many Voxer users do we have here? Um, I am a huge Voxer fan. I actually really enjoy it. Now, I do like it and enjoy it, but I do not like to assign or get tasks assigned inside of Voxer. Okay. So I've seen way too many balls getting dropped. Voxer is this audio app where you can also text. But a lot of times, um, with that said, somebody was driving and hears it. They're not writing down in pen and paper what's happening. Okay. So what I like to do is I'll typically, you know, tell somebody, listen, I, I instead of a phone call or setting things up like that, I'll maybe message them and say, listen, I'm going to box you more details, but I'll throw the task inside of our project management software. Okay. 
Okay. So that's the biggest thing is when you use a tool like Voxer, because I, I do feel like Voxer is very, yeah, we've got lots of love Voxers. So I do feel like Voxer is very popular, but be careful because people like to ramble. Some people do. Some people don't. I, I have a certain um, team members that it's like a six second message. It's almost so short. You're like, they couldn't even have told me anything, but they did. Right. And then I have like the six minute messages, the six minutes of rambling that I guarantee you I could have gotten down into two sentences inside of our project management software. So be careful and really set good boundaries when people vox you. Okay. If anybody ever voxes me and says like, Hey, can you do this? I'm like, yeah, no problem. Could you tag me in monday.com? Monday is where um, we do our project management, okay? So be careful. Now, I do recommend project management software. Now, the reason why is you get to stay out of your email inbox, right? You get to stay off of your phone and stay productive. So we've been using, I, I call it monday.com because it's a little bit of a confusing name sometimes when I say Monday to the team and they're like Monday the day or Monday <laughs> the software. So we just say monday.com. So I apologize that I'm gonna say it a million times, but that is the way we say it in our team so we don't get confused. It used to be called DePulse. Um, so anyway, with that said, um, we've been using it for a few years and I cannot tell you how much more productive the team is getting. Now, what I want you to understand is um, the reason why I like it is you can reference it later very easily. So we have all of our projects in one specific board. Try to go find something in an old Vox, in an old text, in an old email, right? It can be a nightmare, especially the way that Google now, do, Gmail does their emails where it's like 72 emails stacked in one. It can be very, very difficult to find old stuff, right? And I really know a lot of times in my personal business, I would say, we are referencing things. We're going back very often. And I want to make sure you found a software that you can actually, like in Monday, we can go in there and type in search and I can say um, podcast and like a sentence where it's going to pull up every single thing that I've ever written that has that phrase, okay? Unfortunately, you can't do that in most other tools. So that's that. Number two, how often do you want communication? Now, we have a rule that if something is urgent, not an emergency, but urgent meaning it, because there's, remember, there's not, there's not many emergencies in the dance world. There's definitely not many emergencies in like our online consulting world, right? So our, our thing here is if something is urgent, meaning it can't wait until our next scheduled meeting, or it can't wait until... I check my monday.com. Um, they can text me. So my team knows that I check Monday, um, usually like once around noon and then once right before I hop off for the day around three. Okay. So if something is urgent where they need to get a hold of me before noon, then yes, they'll shoot me a text, but it is rare. Do not let people overwhelm you with urgent or emergencies that are really not that urgent. Okay. Now, if they text and if it's clearly not urgent, I'll respond with, great, can you put that in Monday and I'll, and I'll get back to you at noon? The more you can let them know, like, this isn't urgent, the more they're all of a sudden going to be like, okay, I now see what she likes and what she does. And, and pretty soon you start to train your team with how you want to be communicated. All right. Now, if I agree it is urgent, then I'll respond and say, thank you for letting me know. I appreciate this. I'm constantly giving that, them that positive feedback of like, yes, this is exactly what I wanted, right? Or I'm letting them know this isn't where it should be done. Please go over here. You get what you tolerate. I say this all the time. If you respond 
to every non-urgent matter, it will continue to keep happening in your business. And three years later, we'll still be talking about how the team is constantly messaging you, right? So um, I already said this, but I want to say it again. You want to make sure that when you select a project management software and you make the team go into it or utilize it, you want to make sure they have set times they go into it and that they know your set times going into it. Okay. So for instance, it is absolutely required that my team check it at least once a day. Um, and really, I would say they're in there several times a day. We literally live and breathe inside of Monday.com. But at bare minimum, you are checking it at least once a day, right? Because that is how we're communicating with each other. I don't want to be in Voxer. I don't want to be working all day and then check my Voxer later on and have a million messages, right? So we're trying to keep everything condensed inside of there. So it's good for you to know, for them to know when they can expect a response from you and then how often you're expecting them to check it. So one of the things that I do is um, in the beginning when I'm not used to maybe going into a software like this, um, I already was used to Google Calendar. So what I did was in my Google Calendar, I have a little thing that says uh, Monday a.m., Monday p.m., okay? So it's a reminder, and every day I could literally check it off like, okay, great, I've already done my Monday a.m. When I'm getting, getting to the end of my day, I go back in my calendar, I'll see I've got my Monday p.m., and that means go check it off. So it's a little confusing because even on Thursday, it says Monday a.m., Monday p.m., right? So we have that. I have that Monday through Friday every single day. The team is not required to be checking it on the weekend and I don't check it on the weekend either. Okay. Now the Google calendar reminder is great for getting somebody brand new to your team that has never done this before or somebody who is not checking and you can, you can see. So when I send a message and it says seen by, I can tell that the person I want to view this has not viewed it. Um, I can see that I posted this two days ago and she still hasn't viewed it. Right. So then I can go, Hey, I think you need to start putting reminders in your calendar because you're not checking this, right? And we can solve that problem. So um, it also trains people when you tell them when you're checking, they don't get to be last minute anymore, right? If they know I'm not checking till around noon or three, then they're going to have to really prepare their next day before I think they just thought, well, I'll just do what they need when I need it. Right. Um, and I should say this doesn't happen mostly in my online business because I have kind of learned my lesson the last five years by having my brick and mortar for the last 18, but it definitely happened the first decade of owning a business. Right. So you start to train people that this can't be done last minute. Okay. So let's talk about, um, giving your team goals versus tasks. All right. So I am so embarrassed to admit this, but I used to just hand out tasks and keep the goals to myself. Again, when you're in your business, it doesn't sound weird. <laughs> and then somebody says something, you're like, oh yeah, that is crazy that I've never done that before. So I don't know why, but it just never dawned on me to share the big picture. Like it felt like they were my goals and they just didn't even saying that just sounds silly. But in my head, I was thinking, well, they're my goals and it's my business. Like, why do they care? Right. But I will tell you, your employees and contractors, they want to know where you're going. They want to know what is happening, what the outcome is, what they're you're expecting of them. So when I share like where we're heading and like what we're trying to do, I have like right now I've got um, October 1st. So as soon as it's October 1st, any day now, I'll be switching it over and it'll say January 1st and it'll have our big goals. Right. 
they want to know that. So the more you can share the big picture of what we're doing first, before you just start being a task rabbit and handing things out like crazy, it's going to really help. Um, not only I should say the productivity, but I think it helps them get more excited about what they're actually doing. Right. So like even today, Mia is um, creating slides for a webinar we're doing. If she didn't know like what the webinar was for or why we're doing the webinar or how it was going to play a part in our business, it wouldn't be as I think exciting or as not even exciting. It's a bad word. I think I just mean like it's kind of like you're, you don't really feel like you're doing much, right? You don't feel like you have a big part in maybe some of the bigger things. But when you realize like, no, I can't even record this until these slides are done and the graphics are out there and all of that, right? It's a big part of what I'm doing. So yes, you want to make sure that you're you're sharing that inspiration um, and you're letting them know what's to come and where you are heading. So now our leadership team, we come up with these annual goals. Um, they know our 90-day plans, right? And then from there, we're creating our 30-day projects. So being able to really make sure they're aware of what the annual goal is. So let me ask you, with the people that work for you right now, if I were to ask them without getting you involved and I said, what are the company's top three goals for the year? Could they answer? And would they answer correctly, right? I mean, a year ago, I would have told you, no, they couldn't. They have no idea. They were just there doing tasks and doing projects and putting their head down, right? So I want you to ask yourself, have you done that with your team? Do they know the, the goals? And if not, this is a perfect time. This podcast is airing right at the end or right at the beginning of Q4. So let's start Q4 strong and share with our team what the goals are and then break down the projects. Okay. Now, when everyone can see what it is that they're actually aiming for, you'll get people to start to realize like what's important and what isn't. So that's what I mean when I say productivity. When you see what our big goal is and you have a million things to do on your to-do list, but one of them completely impacts our weekly goal this week or our monthly goal for the next 30 days, people start to realize like, oh, I should probably be doing the slides because she needs to record that and that has to get up and go live. And right, all of a sudden people start to move faster and they know what's important without you having to say it, okay? So we need to start equipping our team with how to prioritize, right? And then really making sure that we understand that if they need us, it just slows everybody down, okay? Now, um, what we do, I'm kind of going to share with you the structure of our team at meetings and things like that on this. So um, Mondays is a big meeting day for us, right? It just sets the tone. It sets us up. So right now, what we're currently doing, and honestly, this changes very frequently. I shouldn't say very frequently. It changes all the time because we start to evolve, right? We're like, oh, we're going to do it this way or that way. So please know that if you ever want, if you like this and you want more details, please let me know because I can continue to keep updating you with what it looks like now as the team gets bigger, okay? So Monday right now, uh, we meet at 9 a.m. Central uh, with the just the leadership team. So it's the head of each of our departments. So like head of growth, head of customer success, head of operations. Okay. So we meet the four of us. Um, we are meeting for about 30 minutes and we are looking big picture. Okay. Then around nine 30, the entire team jumps on. So the entire team right now consists of 12 of us. So there's 12 of us here in foot traffic. And then in my other business, um, it's very different. And if that's ever something you want to talk about, let me know, because 
we aren't, they're not day shifters, right? We work in the evenings and on weekends. So it's very different, but I'm going to use this as an example for most of you. I think you'll get benefit of this. Okay. So at nine 30, the entire team jumps on. So about 12 of us, the meeting itself takes about, I would say 45 minutes ish. Like that's kind of what it's been taking recently. So around 10, 15, we actually jump into two breakouts and, and let me backtrack at nine 30. Um, we're basically talking about what's happening this week. Like what is everybody doing? And then we're talking about what are the metrics, what happened last week? So we're looking at past results and then we're future pacing where we want to go. Okay. So at 10 15, uh, we are breaking out into two rooms. I, we just use zoom and zoom has those nice breakout rooms. So we just separate. So the growth team is in one room and then customer success is in another room. Okay. Um, operations is not as like, you can kind of tell like operations. What is that? HR it's like legal, um, billing, right? It's not like it's something that needs to have its own separate meeting, at least not right now in the size of the business that I have. Okay. But growth, which is marketing and sales major role. And then customer success is all about retention, keeping our current clients really happy with our programs. Right? So these are two things that need separate meetings each week. So we break out into these meetings. Okay. So, um, just to recap 9am with leadership is we're discussing the 30 day goals, where we're heading. Are we on track? What are we assigning this week to make sure things really get done? Then 930, we're communicating with everybody. Everybody is understanding their weekly commitments. They are reviewing last week, last week's metrics, right? We're discussing like, why did that Instagram post get so many more likes than the other ones? Uh, why did we have a bad week in the Facebook group? Things like that, right? We're literally asking ourselves those metrics. Then at 1015, when we separate, obviously there's only one of me, right? So where do I go? So right now I actually go into growth. So I am marketing. I love marketing. It is, I, I think it's one of my strengths. So that's why I put myself in the marketing group. So in the marketing group, um, I break out and I go with people talking about the podcast and social media, right? So we're looking at what's coming up the next few weeks. What do people need? Like right now, my team knows that I'm, I'm recording and they know that the second I go to hit end, I'm going to be, this will be uploaded in a Dropbox. They'll be grabbing it, editing it, putting it on the podcast today. The same day it's uh, uh, on re recorded is the day it goes out, right? So we've got a, obviously a lot of systems in place to make that happen. But what I want you to see is the team needs to be aware of what is going on. We need to make sure that somebody has already written the show notes. We need to make sure that there's graphics ready to go, et cetera. Okay. So we're hopping on those two separate meetings and the other meeting is, um, uh, basically they're doing a lot of the coaches are on there, right? They're talking about the actual programs and foot traffic formula and retention and what can they do better? And we're sharing wins and all of this stuff. Okay. So now while we're on those meetings, I want you to understand that our monday.com is open the entire time. So we're on zoom, but we're sharing our screen and on our screen is Monday. Okay. Now when we're sharing this, this board, right, we are making sure that we are sharing Here's what we're marking you down for this week. Are you in agreement that this is what's going to happen? Like, are we on the same page that all of this is going to get accomplished this week? Okay. So, um, if you missed our meeting, you could literally watch, like just thinking about this, you could watch, not even watch, you could look at our Monday board and pretty much hear our meeting or see our meeting or read our meeting, whatever you want to call it, because that's what the meeting is. It's going down task by task, what projects need to get done. Now, 
there are two things. We call them projects and routines. A routine is something you do all the time. It's consistent. It's reoccurring. So um, a social media manager posts every day on Instagram. That's not a project. That's a routine. Does that make sense? A project is something that is like one time and it'll be over at some point, right? So onboarding a new hire, that that specific person, that's a project. It's once we're done with it, she's on, right? Um, but a routine would be something like upload the podcast every week, okay? So when I'm talking about task by task by task, I'm talking about projects, not routines. Does that make sense? I want to make sure we're very clear, not that you're going through like, now you're going to post on Instagram stories. And then you're, no, 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 no. You will be there for pretty much all Monday and maybe Tuesday. <laughs> okay, so now with that said, um, after that Monday meeting, we jump off probably like 1045 max 11 because at 1130, I on Mondays, you see me going live in our free Facebook group, the foot traffic community. So, you know, right there, there is no way I could ever go longer than 1130 because of that. And honestly, I usually jump off way before 11 because I like to prepare and get ready. That's kind of like my Monday, right? So anyway, after those meetings are done, the entire team should be set for the rest of the week. Now, I'm not saying that they're never going to communicate with anybody, right? But they know where they're heading, where the business is heading, what should be getting done, where the focus is, and what is expected of them, okay? That is huge, you guys. I want you to catch that part, okay? Now, after that Monday meeting, um, we do have a short 15-minute daily sales huddle. Um, this happens Tuesday through Friday, 15 minutes. Okay. Just with the sales team. Now I will say, like I said, I can keep updating you guys, but right now it's just the sales team. Eventually it will be a daily team huddle. I'm not sure how fast, but we are heading there. Okay. The bigger the team gets, the bigger we continue to scale, the more we need to make sure people aren't doing things that are not important, right? And what you measure increases. The more frequently we are tracking certain numbers, the higher those numbers just continue to skyrocket, okay? So um, daily, daily huddles will be coming soon, but right now I am leading the sales huddle and I do jump on the call with our sales team every single day. Our salespeople are different than your normal salespeople. They are in-house, they are coaches. So it's not just like talking about selling, it's talking about um, happy customers and how do we get people to get better results and things like that. Um, so it's a little bit different than maybe what you've seen in other businesses. But our people, um, I, I, we don't even call them actually salespeople. We call them our enrollment team. And I literally tell people that join my team, I don't want you to be this like sleazy salesy salesman. <laughs> I want you to be helpful and I want you to be really good customer service where they feel like you're there to support them. Like that's who our people are and what we do each day. Okay. Now, um, one thing I want to go back to is what our board looks like for our weekly tasks. Okay. So we have everyone prior to the meeting, and this is something we just incorporated is because it can start to take a lot longer. Things you used to do when you had when you were a solopreneur and then you had one and then you had three, all of a sudden you can see how uh, your 30-minute meeting can become two hours when you, your team gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So one of the things we are doing, we've recently done, 
to increase efficiency is the weekly board. So we've got a board in there in Monday that's titled weekly board. And in there, every single week has its own like set of projects, right? So I could go back right now and I could look at last week and I could see what all the projects were assigned. I could see what everybody completed and I can see what they didn't complete and what they had to renew and put on the next board, okay? So one of the things we are doing is by the end of the week or before our Monday meeting, I should say, depending on the team's preference, they go in and they already brain dump their weekly commitments for next week so that when we get on that call on Monday, it can go a lot faster because they know what it is they need to do. OK, what's really nice is by the end of the week, when they're like finalizing on Friday, I can go in and look at what got done. It is so exciting to see a list of I mean, because think about it. If we have 12 people on our team and um, everybody has between like, I would say three to five bigger projects for the week. Um, so think about that, right? 12 people times three. So let's just say at minimum, and this would really be minimum, 36 decent sized projects are getting done each week with the size team I have. When I see 36, and let's just say we don't complete them all because we, we don't, let's say we have 30 out of the 36. When I see 30 things have been done and accomplished this week, it reminds me the power of a team. It reminds me that if there is a solopreneur out there trying to do exactly what I'm doing, she'll never be able to compete, right? Because I have more manpower to be able to go and get things done. So be very careful. You are not um, staying lean. People will say that I, I don't want to, I don't want a big team. I want to be very lean. Yes. But then you might have very lean results, right? You want to make sure that um, you are keeping them accountable, which is why we actually don't let them take that when it says like, not done and renewing or something like that, it says, right? So it either says done or or complete maybe. And then the next one says not complete, but renewing. It has to stay there. It has to stay there because we need to see who is doing stuff and who is not, right? Who is over promising for the week and what are they really getting done, right? And how do we get our, and not that we're like judging, we're making them more efficient, even myself. We're being like, whoa, why did I think I was gonna get these things done and I only got X amount done, right? So every week, if they need to renew, that one still stays in that little board. And then up top, we start the fresh week and now we have to rewrite it. So what, what helps with that, how that helps is if you've got somebody who just kind of keeps pushing things and pushing things and pushing things, you might not realize how long they've been procrastinating. But with a system like this, they can you can go into Monday and you can see like, whoa, we assigned this to her four weeks ago and she said she was going to get it done and she keeps not getting it done. Okay. So um, we want to make sure as a team, integrity is one of our company values. And when you say you're going to do something, that you're really going to do it. We want to make sure that your word actually means something, okay? So as a reminder, that board is not reoccurring tasks. There is no like post on Instagram. There's none of that, okay? I want to make sure we're really, really clear here. Now, besides our weekly boards, there's a couple things that I do want you to know to here. Because this is all about team communication, right? So when the team has a place to go and put this information, they don't text me. They don't have to call me, right? I can't even tell you the last time somebody texted me about something for work, right? Usually when I get a text, um, this actually happened. I was in the foot traffic formula Facebook group last week 
I was doing a bonus training they didn't know about. And all of a sudden I had a text message. I could see my phone lit up and I look and it's Claire. And I immediately know something is wrong because she wouldn't text me. So I quickly, in, I let my people know, um, I'm going to check what Claire is saying here. And sure enough, she was like, Erica is supposed to be live and you are <laughs> kind of competing with her, which I did not mean to do. But anyway, you can see what I'm saying. Like I knew by looking at my phone, I should check this. It's urgent. It's not going to be able to wait till noon, right? So you'll start to train your people. Now, besides, um, let me know if you're still with me. Let me know if, if, if this is too much or if this is exactly what you needed to hear today, okay? Now, besides our weekly board, we have boards for each of our programs. So we have something called Foot Traffic Formula and then something called Powerhouse, right? Those are our two main coaching programs that we offer. Those two programs have their own boards inside of Monday called, uh, we call it FTF Development and then Powerhouse Development, okay? Now, um, with that said, we are brain dumping everything we need to do to like, I wrote in there this morning. I was like, Ooh, powerhouse idea went in there, wrote it down. Okay. That is the place where we brain dump how to make these programs better. We do not talk about any of these ideas together as a team, except for when we are on our scheduled call, we have a once a month, we meet with our leadership team. Um, actually, I shouldn't say that. We meet once a month with our customer success department, who is their hands like heavily inside of those programs. They're separate, pro separate meetings. We go on for about an hour with Foot Traffic Formula. So anybody who's like a head coach, they have a major role, our accountability coaches, our sales team, because they need we need to hear objections. We need to hear why people aren't getting results or how we can get them results faster. We want to hear everything to make it better. So every month it's on our calendar. And what we do is we jump on Zoom. And then on Zoom, we open up Monday and we open up our FTF development board. So now all the ideas that we had from the last month, we can now read through. Now there's probably, hang on, uh, there's at least five or six of us, maybe seven on that meeting. Okay. Now we're all proactively thinking of how do we make this program better? Imagine if every time somebody had an idea, they just texted me or shot me an email, right? Like, the, the chaos and we would we probably would lose half of the information. So what's nice is they know where to put it, right? My preference is put it in Monday. They know how often is as frequent as you want, but we are not going to discuss it until that meeting, which is actually on the calendar. It's a reoccurring um, like it's like I'm making this up, but it's like the first Monday of every month at a certain time, right? In their calendar, they know they reserve it. OK, so they know how I want. They know how often I want right? We've got that taken care of. So I want you to ask yourself, like you might not have situations like this, but I want you to ask yourself, where are people always communicating with you or, or overly communicating? And you don't even need to hear this right now. What can you do to set up some systems like this where all it takes is that calendar, right? The meeting schedule on the calendar, a great project management software, right? So we've got our Monday open. We're on Zoom. And that's it. That's all we need. Okay. So with that monthly meeting, that's when we start to really go, okay, what are we implementing? And like I said, nothing is getting lost. So if you're in one of our programs and you're like, yeah, I can see how the program is getting better every single month. It's because we're literally brain dumping in that software and then coming on that meeting and we're going, what are we going to do this month? And then we check off like done when we do it. So when we get on that monthly call, we look at what did we complete from last month, right? There's so much accountability in it. I really dislike, we actually did this, um, 
we started to do some more marketing meetings. I wanted to get back into marketing a little bit this year um, for my brick and mortar, for my dance studios. So we set up this meeting and because we're new and we knew, I wish that we're new, we're 18 years old, but we were new at this specific meeting. We really didn't have a system in place and we had all these amazing ideas. And then all of a sudden um, the next week we met and I was like, okay, so what got done? And they're like, Oh, who was, who was writing stuff down? Who was, and nobody did anything. It was like the, we were, we couldn't even believe we did it. We're like, okay. So now they have their own Monday board. They have their own marketing tab and we document and we're writing down like what's actually getting done. Okay. So, um, I really, really hope that this is starting to make sense. So remember, how do you train yourself using a new tool? If you're not doing this or your team isn't doing it, I personally love a Google Calendar reminder. Now, the only way that's going to work is if you use Google Calendar. If you need a reminder to check your Google Calendar, it's not going to help you. So you may need to have a reminder on your phone, an alarm that goes off. Every, I mean, think about it. You could put an alarm clock that goes off every weekday at noon that says, check monday.com or check your project management software, right? That is a really easy way to set up a trigger to get you to do something. Now, if the team is using Voxer or email or things like that, right? Um, and they have bad habits that you've been allowing. You've got to start to ask yourself, are you going to tolerate it anymore, right? And you can just be honest and say, listen, I've allowed things to go on and I'm just as guilty as everybody else. And I'm more guilty because I set the standard and the tone, but now moving forward, here's what I want, right? And then when they don't do it and don't, don't, um, don't judge them for not following the rules, it's like, it's a bad habit. You let that bad habit get so ingrained. It's going to take a little while for them to get out of that groove. Okay. So the way they get out of the groove is by you being an exceptional leader and saying, Hey, thank you so much. Could you send that over at, at Monday in Monday or in whatever you're using? Can you send that over to me? That would be amazing. Thanks. The more you do that, the more they're going to stop text messaging you. Okay. Continue to reinforce the behavior of using that new software or new platform that you're using. Okay. Okay, so um, before we wrap up, um, first, if you want to try out monday.com, we have a special link that gets you a 14 free day trial. You can go to stacytushel.com forward slash Monday. Okay, also inside of our content machine um, that we sell, it's a $27 program. We actually share with you a few of our monday.com boards. So if this is interesting to you and you're like, I kind of want to see some of this stuff, you may want to go check it out. It's only $27. It's well worth it. Um, it's stacytushel.com forward slash machine. And like I said, we actually share with you at least three boards that I can think of a what, like it's a social media board of step-by-step. -step. And actually it's not the project board. It's the routine board because that's what you want. You want to know like, what is the social media manager doing all day, every day, right? So that's what it is. So I really want you to start to ask yourself, how effectively have you been communicating? And is it time to enhance or increase that experience to get you out of the checking your phone nonstop, right? And actually start working on the big projects in your business, okay? All right, you guys, I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. DM me. Let me know your thoughts. If you haven't left a review in the podcast lately, I would be so grateful if you did that, okay? Now, don't forget, Mondays in our free Facebook group, The Foot Traffic Community, we're doing podcasts just like this, just for them. So go on, get in there, The Foot Traffic Community. All right, bye everyone.
Hey, before you go, have you considered joining us in our next 30-day boot camp? If you are loving the Foot Traffic Podcast, then you will love the Beginner Boot Camp, where we help you build your first marketing funnel in just 30 days, and it's only $97. Hurry and register at stacytushel.com forward slash boot camp to sign up for our next live boot camp starting on the first.